Hey everybody, welcome to Melman Podcast. My name is Zach Marzo. David Melman. And we have Lubov here today with us. Very excited um, that she's here because she's going to talk about a very, uh, uh, not complicated, but confusing uh, industry of healthcare. Um, so a lot of your questions may get answered and she's awesome. She's here uh, today to share a ton on what she does. I want her to jump in right away and just tell us who you are, Lubov, and what, what you do and uh, we'll let it flow from there. Awesome. Thank you so much for Thank having you. me. I'm super excited to be here. So um, I am a licensed health insurance broker and I'm licensed not only here in Georgia, but also in a ton of other states like Alabama, Virginia, Florida, Tennessee, Texas, Wisconsin, Missouri, a lot, basically. Um, And if if I don't have a license there and you're in a different state, I can get appointed very easily. Um, I've been in the insurance industry for about 10 years. Uh, worked for a lot of different carriers like State Farm, Allstate, Farmers, Liberty Mutual, and um, just three years ago, actually decided to go out on my own and specialize in health insurance specifically because my family at the time, my husband was not getting benefits through work, so I really was just incredibly confused about health insurance and how to get affordable coverage. Um, You know, we were getting coverage through the marketplace. We thought that was our only option. And really that's when I dived in to figure out there are other options out there for people. And so now what I do is I specialize my business in helping um, individuals that are self-employed or anyone really that's not getting benefits through work. If you're an individual, whether you're individual or group, I can do group benefits as well but really helping them to make sure that they understand what their options are and finding the best alternative to a major medical for them. Very cool. Yeah. So basically, uh, if I'm not getting health insurance benefits through work, or maybe you're just not even happy with the health insurance benefits you're getting through work, um, an independent broker like yourself can offer options. And I'm sure there's a lot of brokers out there, but what are you doing, I guess, to take it to the next level? And we've talked about this before, but the relationship and or the service that, you know, you provide outside of just getting, you know, somebody hooked up with a plan and then they disappear. Right. So that's a great question. I get asked that a lot. So working with me, you're really getting that one-on-one relationship. Every single one of my clients has my number in their contact list. If they have a billing questions, if they have customer related questions, if they have a coverage issue or whatever their uh, question is related to health insurance, I'm there for them. They call me not an 800 number. That's the biggest thing that I have to offer. Also, I have a lot of expertise in the area. I have contacts within the company. So, you know, working with me, you're getting, it's like being represented by an attorney versus working, you know, directly with the insurance company on a claim. It's the same mindset. You're really protecting them, holding their hand through the process and making sure that they're getting what's fair, that all their claims are handled properly and effectively. It's like letting a professional do what uh, they're trained to do, like, as opposed to people that want to sell their own house, change their own oil, fight their own, you know, court case. It's all their taxes, do their taxes. Like it's, it's, it's possible. But like you said, I I see a future slogan of, you know, call me not an 800 number, which you probably said before, but (laughs) I think that's actually um, pretty catchy. It's pretty cool. And it's something that I would appreciate because I don't want to spend the time to even know what it is. It's so it's tough to figure out, but if there's somebody that can be transparent, um, you know, that would help. So if I'm uh, an independent contractor, self-employed owner, let's say I, uh, I'm a personal trainer, I work mm-hmm. for myself and, you know, I, I train people outside here, there, or the other, maybe I have kids, maybe I don't. Um, what does that look like? Hey, I call Lubov. Um, you know, how does that work from there? You know, what, what do you provide at that point? 
Sure. So, you know, how my conversations usually go, I ask you about your situation, which you, you just told me. The first thing we do is we talk about what all of your options are. So if you had just left your W-2 job to start your business, um, you have 60 days that you can take COBRA out. So we talk about COBRA. Now, COBRA is basically a continuation of your current coverage for the next 18 months. And instead of getting a subsidy from your employer, you know, you're paying the full premium. So we look at how much that costs for you, okay? The next thing we do is we look at the marketplace plans, which are your Obamacare. So like here in Georgia, it would be like your Kaiser, your Blue Cross Blue Shield, your Ambatter, CareSource, all that, Oscar. Okay, so we're going to look and see based on your income or your projected income whether you guys would qualify for a subsidy, okay? And then we know kind of those numbers. And then we were we talk about where you guys are at health-wise, you know, when you ask most people, are they healthy? They're going to say, yes, I'm sure. super healthy. But the truth is some people have pre-existing conditions. So we're going to talk about what pre-existing conditions you have that need coverage. Okay. So let's say you guys are a, a good, healthy, especially being a personal trainer, no pre-existing conditions. You know, you maybe take a blood pressure medication, but it's completely controlled by medication or you're on an uh, antidepressant. But again, you're getting that from your primary care. So really no big problems. You know, and you're not, let's say you're making above the threshold um, for a family. Maybe you're making over 100000 if you're a family of four, so you're not qualifying for a major subsidy. Okay, so what we would do at that point is we would look at the private plan options. So when you work with Obamacare, it's all based on your age and your income, all right? They don't care whether, what your health is. Now, in the private sector, you have fully medically underwritten plans, so they do care about your, um, you know, your risk level, essentially. They, they care about your pre-existing conditions because they're not covered. But if you're a healthy person and you're not going to the doctor very much and you really are interested in having just, um, you know, basically sp spending less on health care but still having catastrophic coverage, this is a great option for you. So we price out those plans. Um, some of the major differences between the major medical and what I sell most often, which are the short-term medical plans, um, first thing is they're capped out at one to – between one to five million. So whereas a traditional major medical, you have unlimited funds to you in case something happens with the private plans, they're usually capped between one to five million. You know, the other big thing is pre-existing conditions are covered on major medical. They're not on the short-term medical. And then, you know, outside of that, the ACA plans are required to have minimal essential coverages. So things like pregnancy, mental health, alcohol and drug abuse, all of those are considered minimal essential coverages that have to be covered under a major medical plan. Uh, on the short-term medical plans, they're going to cover things like your office visits, your specialty visits, your emergency room, accidents, critical illness. They're not going to cover mental health, pregnancy, alcohol and drug rehab, things of that nature. So th what they've done is they've designed plans that are really for healthier individuals. So if you have a major schizophrenic or you have someone who has diabetes, or you have someone with, you know, some major pre-existings, they need to stay in that major medical and maybe pay the fuller premium. But again, if you're not getting that subsidy, you can save between 20 to 30% off your premium, sometimes even more. I've seen it as high as 50% off your premium by going in the private plans. And those private plans, the way they're able to keep those costs low is because they're not taking everyone in their risk pool. They're only taking those healthier individuals, which keeps the claims down, right, which keeps... Sure which keeps your numbers down. And, and essentially, they're still getting, you know, great PPO options, so you can go to any doctor with these. They're nationwide. Um, so people are happy about that. Uh, but it, it's a great solution for 
small business owners especially because they can write off you know whatever premium they have on their taxes every year and you know save a, a, a ton I mean anywhere between two to five thousand a year um, sometimes even more on their health insurance sure and you do save it and I think for us like I think I ended up saving 40 percent and I'm I'm healthy I don't smoke I barely drink um, no broken bones knock on wood no surgeries but why should I be, I guess, paying for a pool of money where half of the people have pre-existing things, the rates are going up because of that, and I'm paying more every month. So I really, wiped, I think about four, close to 40% off of what I was paying, um, and I don't go to the doctor often, once a year to get checked out, make sure everything is good, and that's it. So I'm completely saving every single month, and a lot of people like to break down their budget every month, you could say, and you look at your budget, your mortgage your insurance, your auto insurance, and then you have your health insurance. And everyone looks at that health insurance like, dang, that is such a high number. And we, we connected a while ago. I've known you for years. So I've known you for a while. We connected a while ago in terms of insurance. And it helps off your budget. I mean, why am I going to pay for something monthly and monthly, five, $600 a month, when I could get something for 250 or three or whatever it may be? And I don't go to the doctor often. You know, and it's not like I'm not covered. You said one to five million, right? right. Is that per year, care. calendar year? What is that? That's per policy year. Per so policy year. For so the term. So if you have a 12-month policy, right. it'll be for the 12 months. If you have a two-year, sure. it, it usually restarts and, after every term. And in our my everyday job, we're in the personal industry world. We see medical bills every day. Rarely do we see bills in the three, four, five million dollar range. Right. So f to have something like that happen, I can't even imagine what. So hopefully it never has to happen. But that's a nice cushion. They're not giving a limit of a hundred thousand or fifty thousand right. a year, one to five million. So right. I saved a lot of money for that. And it was just money I was throwing out the window. I don't need it. I don't need to keep wasting it, you know. And I think about forty percent was about three, a little over three thousand a year we saved for for no reason. I was throwing out every single month, um, either way. And I know you're genuine. I'll give you a side story of how I know you are genuine. Back in your auto insurance days, um, I bought policies from you for our cars, and um, you were doing a lot of learning. You worked at a great firm, never going to name names, and then there was a great opportunity for you to go somewhere else, and you went there, and I was going to transfer my policies to that other business you were at, and you told me not to because you didn't feel comfortable being there. You know, and you could have had the commission, had the sale, and you actually told me not to transfer him because you just didn't feel comfortable. And I don't think you were there that much longer after. You know, you could have easily said, hey, transfer the policy, quick commission deal. I'm a pretty clean driver. I'm a clean policy holder, I think. And you told me not to. And that kind of showed me a sign of who you are, where you're going to lead them to the right water versus not. And in this scenario, when you break everything down and you see, um, does it make sense for you to go private? Does it make does Obama sense make care, Obamacare make sense for you if you're going to get all this extra money towards it? And then you're going to give them the best scenario. And I think in any business, if you give the best service possible and you're honest, business will flock to you. So that's a little side story for, for sure, especially especially confusing yeah. stuff uh -huh. too, because obviously you know I met uh, Lubov. Uh, 15 minutes ago, but I feel like she has good energy. And, you know, I know that, you know, now she has a family of her own, um, you know, running her own business as a broker, but you know, there's, uh, when things are confusing, you obviously want to turn to somebody that you feel like you can trust that they know what they're talking about. And not only does she know, you know, awesome options for people that have, you know, uh, different positions or they have different, they're self-employed, but you know, there's so many different jobs you can have. It's like David is saying, you just want to go to somebody you can trust, especially when you don't know really much about it. 
Sure. Um, I think the only thing, like I just, my, a question that you may get from that personal trainer is, well, why should I even have insurance at all if I'm not required to, you know, as a single healthy person? And, you know, maybe the answer is, well, I mean, if something really bad happens and, you know, I don't want to say I told you so, but is there outside of, you know, the tax benefit perhaps? Right. That's a great question. That's one that comes up a lot, actually, when I talk to healthier individuals like you guys. Um, you know, the requirements did change and that you're not getting penalized anymore for not carrying insurance. But at the end of the day, especially as a business owner, you know, we're talking about risk, right? So, you know, essentially you're paying, if you're a single person, let's say you're in your 20s, you can get a policy between 150 to $200, and that's a reasonable private plan, Okay you're paying $200 a month in the event something happens to you and you have to meet that deductible. Let's say you have a $5,000 deductible. Like most people, okay, they might have a nest egg of 5,000, but if you had a bill for a hundred thousand or 200,000 or, you know, a million, I mean, at that point, what do you, I mean, you have to set up a GoFundMe account, right? right. You you're, have done. To, you're done. You're yeah. done. You've literally done. lost everything you worked for. And so at the end of the day, what I tell customers when they come to me and they say, well, I want a Cadillac plan, Lou Bob, I want to have co-pays and I want this and I want preventative care. And I said, that's great. And I want to give you that. But I also want to think about this, all right? I can sell you a Cadillac plan with co-pays with everything major medical and you're going to pay for a family of four anywhere between $1,200 to $1,500 a month, depending on the type of plan you're looking at, okay? I can sell you a private plan for about five to six hundred dollars a month, maybe eight hundred dollars if you really want the best, you know, plan. But essentially you're you're saving that much money. How often do you really go to the doctor? Let's say an average doctor's visit is a hundred dollars. You know, you'd literally have to go to the doctor thirty six times to save the amount of money that you could potentially I mean to spend the amount of money that you could potentially save by going the prior route. So just you know, you gotta think about it in terms of your usage of the doctor. And if you're a low usage person, you don't need a copay plan. You don't need to pay, you know, to be on a major medical to have all the pre-existings covered that you don't have. Does that make sense? Of, of, yeah, it 100%. does. 100% it makes sense. I mean, and there's nothing more important than your health, right? Like nobody really, oh, I'm healthy. Well, something like uh, COVID-19 comes out, next thing you know, like it, it really doesn't even matter. And you don't really, you can't really prepare for stuff like this, but everybody who's smart and minimizes their risk um, by having health insurance, like like you're saying, it's not super, I think people think health insurance and they only hear people talk about, I pay $3,000 a month for my family. Well, you know, uh, call Lubov, maybe she has a different answer uh, or plan for you that actually works where it can be affordable. Or you tell me, like are most plans, like if there's somebody that has two kids, three kids, mm -hmm. but they don't make a lot of money, like can they still get health insurance coverage um, without not being able to buy food? Well, so here's what I'll tell you. If, you know, the way that Obamacare is set up, again, it's based on income. So if you have a family that is in dire need, they don't have food, they may qualify for Medicaid. Right. The okay. first thing that we're going to have is that conversation. What is your annual income? If they're making, if they're a family of four, they're making under a hundred thousand, they're going to get a subsidy. And I'm always going to say, look, you're getting a subsidy the government is paying you money to help you to help assist you with this, you know, insurance premium. Go that route. Right. That makes the most sense for you and your family. So, you know, another scenario is if someone came to me, they just had cancer or they just had a heart attack. You know, anything in the last five years that's been serious like that, and they need coverage for that pre-existing. You got to stay with Obamacare, or we need to write you on a guaranteed issue product, maybe a cost-sharing plan. 
you know, that is a little bit more cost-effective, but it's going to cover that for you, right? But if you're coming to me, you're a family of four, or you're a small business owner, and you guys don't really have any major pre-existings, okay? You, again, you might have the high blood pressure. A lot of my clients do. You might mm -hmm. take, you know, uh, Prozac or whatever for antidepressant. That's okay, too. But you don't have anything major outside of that, then I can really help you out. And and I want to say this, even with these private plans, it's not an all or nothing, okay? So it, let's say you really, you're okay with saving money on the private plan and, and going that route, but you still want co-pays, you still want your preventative visits covered. I sell what are called minimal essential coverage plans. These plans are completely ACA compliant. They will cover 100% of your preventative care. They will give you doctor's visits with co-pays. I can pair that with your short-term medical and give you the complete package. So it's going to be the closest thing. It'll make your plan ACA compliant, right? So you'll have the best of both worlds, but you're not paying as much as you would on a major medical. And the other thing is, you know, a lot of times, if, let's say you take a higher deductible plan, you can pair that with an HSA account, or you can pay, pair that with a supplemental coverage, which 97% of my customers take supplemental plans. What those plans do is they'll cover that deductible for you in the event of an accident, a critical illness, a hospitalization. So essentially, even though you have a higher deductible with that sum, supplemental coverage, you have that peace of mind that if something were to happen, as long as it's not pre-existing, you could submit those expenses to those other plans. And have the coverage you're looking for. Yeah, yeah. and you brought up, you know, 1,000, 5,000, 10,000, 100,000 would hurt you. I'm just going to counter that and say 10,000, I think, would hurt somebody. That's you true. You know, I hate to say it like that, but nowadays, like... Not many people have $1,000 to pay their deductible right. on their auto insurance policy, let alone a $5,000, $10,000 sure. deductible right. on and, health insurance. And, and, and that's what's scary. You know, 10000 can hurt you. A lot of people are living on credit cards, paying interest. So if you can't get out of a credit card debt that you keep revolving and paying the same interest on every month, the minimum payment, just so you don't go into collections, imagine a $10,000 hit. Right. And, you know, and, it's and, scary. And honestly, premium-wise, let's say you that what you could afford is a $10,000 deductible. So take a 10000 and pair it with a supplemental. Sure. That way you have the coverage you need when you need it. And the other thing I was going to say is, you know, whether you're working with a hospital or a doctor's office, you know, they'll always work with you on a payment plan. So as long as you're paying a dollar a month, <laughs> you can't go into collections. They will work with you to make sure. And a lot of these hospitals will also help you negotiate. You know, the, the good part about working with the private plans is their PPO networks. What does that mean for you? That means that they are contractually obligated to give you the best rate with, you know, whatever, say you're working with Aetna or United Healthcare. That can take anywhere between 20 to 80% off your bill. You know, so even if you have a higher deductible, those services are going to be discounted even before you meet your deductible. So you're not having to pay out of pocket every time. Interesting. That's really good to know, too. Lubov was talking about this as well, um, everybody, that not only is it like she sells, sells you the plan and then, you know, she wants to talk to you next year when it's time to renew. But if there's an issue, a prescription problem, and I actually saw she has a Facebook group, uh, Healthcare for Contractors. I have it on the screen behind us. But essentially, um, you know, post different uh, things on the group. Like I saw something for GoodRx, anything with prescriptions. But I wanted to really touch more on that. Like, what else can you do for somebody um, if there's any issue or they have any questions? They're still not turning to BlueCrossBlueShield.com. Blue they call Lubov. 
That's right. I mean, I am your personal advocate, like your attorney when it comes to health insurance. I'm here to answer your questions. I always joke because I do have three kids and they're usually screaming in the background. But even if my kids are screaming in the background, I'm still answering my phone. I'm still responding to text messages right away. I really, I feel like being a mom has made me a better health insurance agent. One, because I treat my clients like my kids. I really want to take care of them and I want them to want to come back and work with me. My retention rate for my clients is like 97%. You know, I'm rewriting business year after year and growing my book of business because people trust me. They know I'm giving them sound advice. And working with me as a broker versus working with the agent, there's a big distinction here because I used to be an agent. You know, really you have one product you can offer and you're trying to product push a little bit. You know, here's what you can offer. And and I'm sure we've all talked to those salespeople that are trying to give you everything like everything they have, like, let's just bundle this and bundle that. And you're like, what the heck am I paying for? Right. I don't do that. Every single one of my clients knows exactly what they're signing for up for. You know, I tell them, here's how much this costs. Here's how much this costs. Is this something? And I explain to them, you know, what this would do for them. Like if they had the supplemental with the short-term medical, here's how that would work in congruence. But I don't push anything on anyone. I don't believe in pushing because I don't want to be treated that way. I think that if I educate you, you will make the right decision for yourself and your family. But my job is just let you know you have these options and just make it as easy as possible for you. What if somebody was like, hey, uh, I just signed up with another guy, but I really like, you know, what you're doing. And I don't know, I think you'd maybe give me a little more attention than the broker that I have. At what point can you like switch over? Do they have to call you next year? Like at what point can they reach out? So I can enroll people in the private plans all year long. There's no set open enrollment period. Gotcha. Um, So, but I would say this, you know, just because I would want the same care for me, talk to your agent first, let them know what your concern is. If you guys can work it out, great. If you're interested in the products that I can offer, give me a call. I'd be happy to go over and do a full review of what you have, what you're happy with and what I can offer you. And I'm always real with people. You know, the truth is, and I say this a lot when I'm talking to folks, there is no perfect health insurance plan out there. There just isn't. If there was, we would all be on it. In the individual market, unfortunately, you know, whether you go Obamacare or private plans, there's no perfect plan. But what I'm here to do is just try to help you get what's going to work for you and your family and what you're looking for. I'm big on setting expectations. I want you to know, you know, when you go to the doctor, what you're going to get. So there's no surprises because I don't like surprises yeah. when I work with people. Sure. So. How sure. can people find you if they're like, hey, um, we have obviously your website up on the screen, your Facebook group, but is it's, um, and your number I think is on the website as well, right? Yes. Healthcareforcontractors.com. Yes. Is that correct? That's correct. Um, okay, great. That's, you know, that's awesome. I think sure. um, at the end of the day, like for me, you want to, you want just want to work with somebody who cares. And obviously that's the energy I'm getting from you, even that, you know, if you're, if you have questions and you're kind of, you work with an agent already, like try to figure it out. But at the end of the day, um, usually somebody who is, is going to care about you and provide the extra service. Like it, it doesn't even matter, um, you know, what, what industry you're in, those people always win, you know, and people will continue to tell people about it. And so you have, you know, you have that down for sure. It's pretty cool. Oh, it's great. And thank you for, you know, coming on. I hope uh, we hit some really nice points where people can be confused on because 
nobody likes auto insurance. <laughs> nobody likes health mm-hmm. insurance. But if you can make it easier for them, you can make it a, an enjoyable process to get. And uh, the last thing you want to do is buy something where you don't know what you're buying. You know, so when you can sell a product, not even sell yours, teaching them and explaining a product, they purchase it. They have peace of mind of knowing what they have rather than going to the doctor and wondering if they accept this blue cross when there's 17 blue crosses and it's a nightmare because your anthem and one is this. But when you break it down the way you do, and you did for our family and for us, it's just amazing. And one time I was going to the grocery store to get a prescription on something. And I think Marina texted you and you told her about that. uh, Good RX. Boom. I pulled it up on my phone, uh, showed it to the pharmacy tech and the prices completely went down. So it's just a value adders where you cannot call an 800 number and they're going to text I mean, you the info of GoodRx as I'm in the grocery store at public. Right. It well, doesn't the, happen. The pharmacist won't even tell you that either. You know? Like they have their little sign up there. It yeah. says GoodRx. But I mean, if, it, if you actually wanted a relationship with the pharmacist, they would probably try to help you right. reduce you know? the cost of your medication. Right. Um, but, you know, sure. if you have a broker that's going to bat for you as well, then, you know, that, I think that's I think that's um, a game changer. It's really cool. Um, is there anything, Lubov, that um, you want to end with, close with? Like what's something, you know, someone needs to know? Yeah. Um, please. So, so two things. This is just some value adds, uh, whether you work with me or not. But just so you know, you know, some things that people talk about a lot is the prescription plans. Some of my short-term plans have it as part of their package. Others don't. But to your point, David, GoodRx is fantastic. It's very easy. You get it on your smartphone. Anytime you get a prescription, put that in, um, put the name of the prescription, the dosage. It'll tell you where to go to get it for the cheapest. It's just cash price. There's nothing you have to do. The other thing is um, lab work. Lab work can get really expensive. Mm -hmm. There are ways, let's say you have a higher deductible and you don't want to go through the insurance. You can go and order your own lab work. So you could ask your doctor what it is that they want, um, you know, ordered for you. Let's say they want just a regular me- metabolic panel. You can go and get the sell price, sell pay price for it. Go to lab, you know, get your results, send it to your doctor. It's a lot cheaper that way. Sure. I'll give you an example. I have Kaiser and I have great insurance because I have it through my husband who's a staff attorney for a court. So they have great um, HMO coverage. But even so, you know, with all this COVID-19, um, I didn't want to go to an urgent care or whatever to get it done. I just wanted to go straight to the lab. So I went online. I ordered this test. It was through Ulta Lab Test, I think. But you can use different providers. I paid like $60 and got all my lab work done and sent it to my doctor. doctor well. So you can do that. You can save a lot of money on lab tests. Um, and, and, you know, even for the doctor's appointment, you don't, even though you have insurance, you can still ask for the self-pay price if you have a higher deductible. A lot of times these doctor's offices will negotiate you, and, and it's very reasonable. Sure. Um, so just know that you have a lot of negotiating power. Don't, you know, don't just take what your doctor's office said and this is what the price is. Like, come back, negotiate with them. They will work with you. Um, to help you find, you know, and you you won't know that either unless you have somebody that's kind of on your side, like yourself, to right. add, to provide that extra information that you wouldn't get from just doing it yourself on on a website. Agree. Right. Very cool. Oh, it's very useful. Amazing information here. Thank you uh, for coming on. Um, and that's great. So appreciate you so much. Thank you so much. Yeah, I hope you have a great day. And uh, until the next one. Awesome. Very cool. Thanks, Thank Lubov. You. Thank you.